I bet the ones that had the problem are not well loved or <laughs> not being loved well. I think that is so true because in relationships, you can tell who have healthy relationships and who don't based yeah. on what yeah. you say. Hit me up on Facebook and follow me on Twitter. Hit me up on Facebook and follow me on Twitter. Y'all like the sound of this, man. Up on Facebook and follow ready, me man? on the Twitter. Hit me up on Facebook Get and follow me on as we talked about before, I posted a tweet that said, I asked my wife, Rick, because we're talking about So <laughs> I said in the tweet, I asked my wife regularly, what can I do to help you feel loved? Right. Right. Tweet went crazy. And I was just posting it just because I'm always talking on Twitter. I'm always running my mouth. So um, the tweet going crazy people said going viral but it was crazy because there were people in the comment section that were saying wow like i would be tired of you asking me what should i do to love you today or they would say uh shouldn't you know what she loved already shouldn't you know you've been with right. this person for this amount of time and you still ask what makes her feel loved <laughs> and i'm like i said regularly i didn't say all the time this is why communication is an issue in relationships because even still to this day even on twitter there's grown men arguing telling me that i that what my wife want that they telling me what my wife want instead of me already knowing my who my wife is but these guys on twitter are telling me yeah it's it's crazy man it's kind of like they're they're making the assertion or assumption that it's it's, it's a one-stop shop it's kind of like you plugging in a usb drive and just downloading all the data on there and it's just one thing like you mm -hmm. know Basically, you grow, man. Your 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 spouse evolves. You evolve. So y'all are two different people. You guys been married for uh, five years, and so uh, your wife wasn't the same person. It's not the same person that you married uh, five years ago. So it, it, it's 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 a constant upgrade, you know. Uh, so for you to make that for you to make that statement, you know, uh, clearly shows that you know you're you're, you're unlearned, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and I I just said I, I wasn't gonna go back and forth with, with people on Twitter, but I was just saying I said there's a difference between regularly and all the time. This is we have problems with relationships and communication because we assume one thing. We're not even listening. We just assume because they start the sentence out by saying something, and we just run with it, opposed to us actually taking time to listen to what they're saying to us. Because I told him on Twitter, I said, do you shower regularly or do you take a shower all right. the time? Right, right, <laughs> There's a difference. Right. Yeah, there's a difference. You know? so, yeah, right. And like you said, even, even with our computers, our computers always download a new software no matter how long we've had the yeah. computer. I, it's always upgrading. It's always evolving. Like, you know, uh, what's that saying, man? If if you if you're not um, if you're not uh, what does it say? If, if you if you're not upgrading or you're not learning something or if something is not changing, basically you're dying.
You know what I'm saying? So there, there always has to be some type of um, element of like upgrade or, or, or evolving or some type of progression that's going on. So, yeah, absolutely, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Be uh, Blue hey. Beauty said, hey. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> was happening so uh and of course it was a guest on Sierra in the house uh what's up Corey yeah so this whole thing with communication I think this is something that really destroys relationships so so blessed she is a, a good friend of mine she's a youtuber uh she's killing the game she says I bet the ones that had the problem are not well loved or <laughs> not being loved well I think that is so true because and relationships, you can tell who have healthy relationships and who don't based yeah, on what yeah. you say. Once they're saying, bro, uh, I, I can tell all about a person once they start talking. They tell about tell them about themselves all the time. Yeah, how you how you show up is uh, man. It, it will tell a true true story about yourself all the time, man. So, absolutely, never fails, man. I heard guys in the comment they're like, "Yeah, that's probably why you oh. cheat." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, wow, that says a lot about you. But I just thought that it was interesting, again, with conversation, because we have to take the time to listen, uh, be be quick yep. to hear, slow to speak, Look right? Looks like, man. And a lot of, yeah, right? And a lot of times, that's when our communication is, is effective, actually, when we take time to listen, instead of already auto-filling everything that they said. A lot of times I try to validate feelings or repeat back to her what mm -hmm. I, what she just mm -hmm. said. So that, I know we're good. I'm like, I heard you say, and then if she say, no, I didn't say that. And I was like, okay, well, help me here. So we always yeah. want auto-correct. Yeah, that, that, that's one of the perfect uh, arts of communication and being able to repeat back what the person is uh, requesting or uh, the conversation that is uh, being conveyed at that moment uh, to repeat back to them, you know, basically what you said, you know. So absolutely. Really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because people, yeah, people get in relationships and then they realize that they have two totally different styles of language in the way they yeah. talk. Because, you know, somebody... They might they might talk like mm -hmm. generalizations, but then there's people who have specifics where they're saying that you, you know what I'm saying, right. or us. So it's one of those where we have to be intentional about hearing, and then get to the place where I can I can put all my personal issues to the side and what I got going on in my head, <laughs> and then. Just listen and, and, and hear what they're saying. And then that way we can go forward. So that way, once we have this conversation, I already know how we can uh, yeah. move forward. Yeah, and it's weird because in our um, we're, uh, we're reading this book uh, at uh, my church. We have um, uh, different, uh, we have small groups. And um, we're broken down into, of course, the women on uh, one, one side and the, the men on one side. And we're all doing these uh, individual uh, books and we're reading and we're reading a book by Dr. Miles Monroe called The Power and Purpose of Men uh, and the Women That Love Them. Very profound book. It's my third, fourth time reading it actually. And um, yeah, man, yeah, man, Miles oh. is the goat, man. Miles is the goat. And so um, 
I was just, uh, we were just kind of, you know, taking segments out of the book and just kind of uh, expounding on them. And um, I had shared one of my uh, just personal experiences on how, like, when you, you could be doing something in your mind the right way in doing it, but you could be really wrong. And you may get results from it, but you could still be doing it wrong. And I gave myself as an example, and I was just talking about me being a musician. And uh, when I very first started playing, uh, I play by ear. It was just a natural gift that uh, God gave a gift that God has given me just to be able to hear things and pick them up and play. And so I didn't have the correct fingering at the time or know how to uh, use the dexterity of my hands and uh, be able to play. And so uh, I would use, uh, normally, technically, you're taught to play with your thumb because it helps you spread out the chords and it helps you, you know, uh, be able to play and move and maneuver through the uh, piano very well. And so when I was first taught, I taught, I taught myself how to play. And um, I used my, my three fingers at first, how to play the chords. And I was playing three-finger chords pretty much. And so one lady pulled me over to the side. And when she saw me play, she spelled my hand. And I looked at her like, what you doing? You know, I was like, wow, you know, in respect, I was just like, you know, she was an older lady. But I was like, wow, what are you doing? And she said, son, she said, you sound really well. She said, but you're playing the wrong way. And for... Four or five years, I was playing the wrong way. I sounded good, all this different stuff, but I was playing the wrong way. And so she said, let me show you a better way. And so she started showing me how to use my thumb in the process to, again, to spread out my hands and be able to play more better sounding and fuller chords. And so uh, once I learned that way, I began to play much better and, and, and things that way. But all I'm saying is that to make to, to, to drive it home, you can be doing something and think that you're doing it the correct way, the good way, and it could be really wrong. You could be getting results from it, but it could be wrong. And I said that to say is that, like, um, there was times to where, like, uh, my brother had mentioned a, a concept about him asking his wife, how can he love her? And there was times where I thought that I was loving my wife the right way, but it was according to the way that I thought she should be loved and not asking her how does she want to be loved. And so that's why I said you could be doing something the wrong way the whole time, but think that you're doing it the right way and get results, but it's the wrong way. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that, that's that whole love language, right? And I think that's why love languages, people struggle with them so much because we try to love people the way we exactly. want to be loved opposed to me. And that's why I said in the tweet that I asked my wife regularly, what can I do to love you today? What what can I do today to make you feel Absolutely. loved? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Her love language, her love language is acts of service. But depending on the mood, she might have wanted some cookies. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She just she could have been like, hey, I just need you to get me some Chips Ahoy so that way I can feel good. I just want to eat right now. That's what right, makes right, me feel right. loved, right? <laughs> it's funny you said that because uh, Jessica recently posted a post on the bed. Like, we're, you know, we're, um, we're doing something different now. We're uh, changing our lifestyle as far as uh, our eating habits and um, just working out. And, um, it's been a it's been a struggle because you know once you be once you once you're doing things a certain way your body gets used to it of course and and once you try to break the norm it's always it's always you know a pushback and a, a struggle 
However, uh, my wife, she was just kind of going on. Uh, she posted on Facebook recently in, in her rant, you know, just kind of comical. She was just saying how, you know, I know one of her, her love languages is, of course, acts of service. So out of time, I would call her. I'd be like, hey, babe, you want some cookies? You want something from Panera Bread? You want something from near? You hear? And I remember one time, <laughs> as a, I get, it, it was it was it was more comical to me, uh, but it was like a I guess a romantic gesture. Instead of putting the rose petals on the bed, I put some cookies on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it like uh, it like when she when she pulled a cup over, she saw the uh, cookies. <laughs> she ate them. She was like, "Oh man." And it's it's just crazy because like you know that 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 was at the time that was her you know her love language that that really spoke to her, and I mean I'm I'm being funny, but however like you know it's just things like that at that particular time, and you you have to be cognitive of and just and just look for you know when communicating with your spouse. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's according yeah. to the need at exactly. that time. Exactly. A, a regularly thing, like you said. You know, <laughs> not exactly. all the time, exactly. but regularly. And, and that makes people feel love, too. Because think about this. You could be dealing with something, or shoot, you could just, just a regular day. You know, your, your average, you know, get up, go to work and all that stuff, and you get a text message from your spouse, and you're like, what can I do to make man, you feel loved? Man, and, and and also, man, it shows, um, and me, and like, while we were in therapy, um, shout out to April, while we were in therapy, our uh, therapist, that's why I was talking to her about, I just said, it, it's, it, it's a beautiful, heartwarming thing when your spouse asks you that question, like, hey, uh, hey, um, how, how am I showing up? What am I, what, what, what can I do to become a better wife for you? That, that lets the other person know that, look, man, like this shows a bit of accountability, which is something that we all struggle with because at the end of the day, a part of us are, we, like the Bible says, we must die to ourselves. So a part of us is our, that human nature side of us is already selfish. So when that person asks you like, look, man, you know, hey, how am I showing up? What am I doing today? How can I be a better wife? And um, just to be transparent, it was one particular time my wife had upset at me and normally like i said it's real hard a lot of times to deal with accountability and so i text her you know i voiced my opinion i said hey look this is how i felt this is what you did you offended me you did this to me and i was ready boy i was ready for the pushback i'm like come on with it. come on with it i know you're gonna give me some pushback i know you're gonna have something to say so what's up so i'm i'm sitting on i'm sitting there ready and i i don't know about y'all but like oftentimes I can feel vibes through text, you know, I mean, you know what I'm saying? And so I just kind of, you know, know my wife. So when she texted me back, she was like, what can I do to make things better? And like, bro, I just dropped the phone. Like, uh, like Randy Watson dropped the mic on coming to America. I'm like, I don't know how to accept this. I don't know what to do. I'm like, Hey, like, what do I do? Like it startled me. It really startled me because I wasn't used to that type of response from her. And so, man, that, that was a big breakthrough and a big step in our marriage because I was not used to her response. And I didn't really get to respond to her. And I, I responded to her finally, like, verbally when we were in therapy. But it just it just blew me away, man, because I wasn't, I wasn't used to that. Mm, see, and I'm glad you said that because that's how you unarm uh, bad communication. 
that's how you arm those unhealthy conversations because somebody has to oh, be a wow. sacrificial that's really, that's really good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And because, you know, the, the scripture where Jesus talked about, you know, um, you know, giving somebody a coat or something like that and you go the extra mile, you know, or mm -hmm. turning the other cheek and stuff, right? We talk about those things. We be looking at it like, nah, I ain't that type of person. Nah, yeah. you ain't about to play me like yeah. that. But if you're married to somebody or you're in a committed relationship with somebody, fighting fire with fire doesn't nope. work. It doesn't. Because think about it. When you and Jessica, when y'all were talking, you were ready to go. Oh, you had your M16 cocked and loaded. Yeah. You, was, you was ready. And guess what she did? Instead of her going toe-to-toe -to -toe with you, she basically surrendered. Mm. You wasn't ready to kill her. Now you you're not gonna kill her because she's she got her hands up and you like wait a minute. And you know what, low, low key man, it, it it exposed some things in me too because it showed my immaturity because I wasn't ready to <laughs> to I wasn't ready for that. I really I, like Kevin Hart say, man, I wasn't ready. <laughs> I, I was not ready for that response, man. And it like it it kind of did something to me because it's like, dang, man, I'm I'm ready to fight, and it's like you're not even you're not even on it right now, and like it it it, it exposed some things in me that I need to work on because you know at the end of the day that that's something that I should have I I should have expected from her to do that even if she's shown me nine times out of the ten that she's gonna clap back at me like I should I should have she I should have still expected that outcome from her and i didn't so it was kind of embarrassing for me again because like i wasn't expecting it man like no no cap <laughs> no no that's real and i get it because you know when we have those uh those hiccups in our life because we can be heated we ready to go you know what i'm saying and this it can be challenging to um to be the quote unquote mature one, I guess. Cause a lot of times people will be like, why well, always gotta be uh, the mature one? Why well, always gotta be, you know, listen, if if you and don't come for me in the comment section, but I will say this. If you always have to be the mature one, something wrong with the relationship. Ooh, Somebody not growing. Boy. I'm just saying. If 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 you in a relationship, you like always gotta be the mature one, somebody not growing. Is because it should be at a place where the relationship is somewhat of a give and take, where you might be cocked and loaded, but they're being a sacrificial lamb. It, it has to be this this kind of balance. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So that means wow. maturing. That's really good. In its totality. But it, yeah, if you always a mature yeah. with something, then right. Some, somebody, you know what I'm saying? Somebody need to be in therapy or somebody need to be getting some, some self-help or something. And I always tell people, with communication, um, take yourself out the equation yeah, and just, just listen. listen. Exactly. We be so hard to get our point across, and the bad thing about it is, when you're being defensive, you ain't. Yep. Nobody ain't nobody hearing you. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You you have to be at a place where you like let me hear them out. Take a deep breath, and I always tell people too that um before you get into these conversations where y'all misunderstanding each other i know this sounds simple but you got to ask yourself physiologically right did they get enough sleep you know maybe she tired 
did they get something to eat? You know right. what I'm saying? Are they hungry? Are about see because they can be speaking from this place that maybe they just tired. Maybe they need to just get something to eat. You like, baby, let's just, baby, let's right, some right, real quick. Like, <laughs> you, you, know don't, you don't really understand how easily you can diffuse and de-escalate situations like that, man. Just by extending the olive branch and you know just sharing with them like, look, hey, um, how how was your day? Like one thing my therapist taught taught me um, is he said that oftentimes when you see uh, your uh, spouse or anytime in a line of communication when you see someone, uh, the first thing you shouldn't ask them oftentimes is, "Are you okay?" Or no, not 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 are you okay, but uh, what's wrong? When you ask them something like that, what that does oh. is that that sends the, the 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 vibration that okay, like like um, that something could possibly be wrong. You know what I'm saying? Or it could send that 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 that, that element like like dang. Now that I think about it, something is wrong. You know what I'm saying? And so, like you mm -hmm. start out normally like, oh, how was your day? So, a perfect example. One yeah. time, I called my wife and. Um, uh, I was at the store looking for something and I kind of sensed before because um, I had a conversation previously with her before I was going to the store and I kind of sensed already that she was kind of, you know, on one. So this is what I did. So when I got to the store, uh, I called her and I was just like, hey, how was your day? And I was getting ready to ask her, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and something like quickly just quickened me and said do not ask her that go back to what your therapist told you and be like hey uh how was your day is your day okay so far and so what that did is that like reprogrammed her and she she wasn't on one no more and so when i came home and i told her about my mm -hmm. session and what and what you know some tools that he gave me to do she was like wow it's crazy you said that like i like I was really on one, but until you asked me that, I'm like, I wasn't on one no more. And I'm just like, dang, that's crazy. So, yeah, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and this testimonies like that, that can actually actually help people. Um, hey, Keisha. That's one of my Keisha's old friends. Hey. Awesome, awesome, awesome woman. Love her to death, man. Oh. oh, okay. That's what's up. Appreciate you being on. Yeah, man, because last night, and talk about transparency last night, because this is what 40s Unfiltered is all about, right? It's all about being transparent and honest. Uh, even last night, when my wife, when Ooh. they got back from Houston, right? Get back from Houston, um, my wife was coming down with a cold, but I didn't know, but I know that her nose is a little runny or whatever. So, you know, of course, we got kids, you know, three little boys. It's just like, you know, two, two, four, and eight little kids. They come back from Houston. She already drove three hours to get right, mm -hmm. right here back to Elgin, right? So she's pretty stressed with the kids in the car. Um, they got to take baths, you know, all these different things, trying to get them ready for bed, all this different stuff. So we get in the house. We got to bring in all these bags. We just mm -hmm. mad, you know what I'm saying? Because there's so much going on at one time. The kids ask questions. Right. It's just madness. So process we kind of snapping at one one another because mm -hmm. we just trying to get things done in the process i was like wait a minute something's not right and i had to think outside of myself so i tell people when you communicating think outside of yourself i had to think oh wait a minute sean she got 
three little rugrats in the car, driving back from Houston, already tired, already coming down with symptoms of being cold, right? Having a cold. So I had to think about that. So she went in the room. I was like, you know what? I came in there after we were snapping on each other. I said, um, what I said, oh, oh, I said, I'm sorry for, for snapping on you, or I'm sorry for being upset. I said, I know there's a lot going on right now. I said, I'm not mad. It's just that we have a lot going on right now. Boom. That tells her, this isn't personal. We just trying to get things done because it easily, easily could have went south easily. real fast. Easy, right? But that's why you have to stop and take time because sometimes it's easy to get into an argument with your spouse or your significant other and uh, we, we always yeah. talk about the dance, yeah. right? We, we talk about the dance. You know, we already being with somebody for so long, you're, tra you're training your significant other or your spouse to dance a certain way. That when you get pissed, I get pissed. I'm going to go back forth with you. I'm going to cuss you out. You're going to cuss me out. This is our regular dance when things don't go our way. So are you going to break the dance and do something different? You know what I'm saying? Y'all used to pop locking. You know, now nah, you got to do the, <laughs> the time or something. You know what I'm saying? You got you know, to break the pattern. So when you break that pattern, just like with you and Jessica, it unarmed her it unarmed you because you was upset what you did yeah dance yeah so when you start to get habits and you start to dance a different way that's when you can develop those healthy habits because with that going on got to create your own yeah, dance yeah because she said you have to yeah right and when you do that your your your, your partner don't want to look yeah. out of sync yeah. they want to dance with you have you ever seen somebody on the dance floor? They're trying to do the uh, uh, do the wobble or something, and they yeah. dance in the other way, and <laughs> you can spot them. Exactly. Everybody else in the crowd, yeah. right? <laughs> and, and your house don't want to be the disaster in the dance. They want to look yeah. like they know what they're doing too. So it it, it kind of reminds you of uh, on um, what's that movie? The Wood with old boys start dancing <laughs> with their girl. It, yeah, you know, Michael laughing. So, I mean, when, 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 you, when you're out of sync with your partner, man, it makes you look foolish, man. And and again, it, it exposes some mm -hmm. things in you, man. And so, yeah, so, yeah, it, 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 again, it brought, brought me back to the whole concept of when, uh, when, when Jessica responded different to me and it exposed the foolishness in me, it exposed the immaturity on my end because I was ready for the clap back, you know, and I shouldn't have been. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely, bro. Yeah, man. So I would say just with communication, one of the one of the things we talked about, like we said, is to uh, uh, to think outside of yourself. The next one would be um, to consider their feelings and what they're going through and what they're dealing with. Uh, I think those things are very important. And then we talked about repeating back what what they said to us. So that yeah, way we get yeah, it, too. Yeah. It's so weird, and, and I believe that works in all facets of communication. Because um, one thing our therapist was was teaching us about the uh, three two one concept uh, with our children and disciplining them. So the warning is a verbal warning. You talk to them. Hey, look, you can do this. Then number two is the reminder, basically. And and and, and there and there's asterisks in those one and two. So after number two, after number one, I'm sorry, when, when, whenever you verbally warn them, 
You ask them to repeat back what you requested. And then you go to number two. That's the other verbal warning. After number, and then um, after you verbally warn them the second time, number three is straight to consequence. No questions asked. The consequence. And so that that really, you know, yeah. is also incorporated in other facets of communication too. You know, like you know, when you're talking, not, not necessarily the consequence, you, you you punishing your spouse, but far as the standpoint of like you you you're repeating back to them, you're 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 communicating with them, and you're asking them to repeat back what you requested. And and like I say, a lot of times where uh, conflict comes is in blurred lines. It, it's it's not a clear concept of the communication and i saw a, a, a comment that it said a while back ago that it's not necessarily the communication it's the comprehension of it is do you do you understand the words that are coming <clears throat> out of my mouth what am i saying to you so yeah mm -hmm. dang that's good yeah because yeah she, she says exposure and in, in a healthy oh, way is awesome absolutely yeah. So that's that's those things, man. And I think when we we when we get communication locked in, a lot of other stuff just automatically falls in place. You know, when we got a system going, when we are we all automatically know like, you know, here are some things that I requested and then once it does shift, once we do have another dance, then we need to start back with the new yeah, forms of communication. Yeah. yeah. It, it it's so crazy too because um in that book, that Miles Monroe book he was just saying that a lot of the conflicts that he had with his wife, as they began to understand their purpose and understand their role, um, things began things became, of course, a whole lot clearer, and and the 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 arguments and the escalations went down drastically because they understood their roles. And uh, it was one um, great man of God. He he had said he and his wife had been married for over thirty plus years, and he said that. When they got to, um, I believe it was like year, like 15, he said they didn't really have any arguments. He said because they both understood their roles. They both understood the purpose on why they're here in this marriage. And, you know, uh, Dr. Miles Monroe, I always say, man, you know, uh, when purpose is unknown, abuse is inevitable. So when I don't understand the purpose of something, I'm going to abuse it. And, you know, you find a lot of people out here right now that they don't understand their identity. They don't understand who they are. Like those gentlemen that made that comment, you know, to, uh, you know, what you were saying on understanding about how to ask your wife, you know, how am I loving you? You know, they don't understand the purpose of their life. They don't understand it. That, like, there's something they need to ask them. Like, you don't, you don't drive a car for so many miles without getting the oil change. That, that's proper maintenance to your spouse. That's proper maintenance. So, yeah. Mm, I love yeah. that proper maintenance, right? Yeah. And then, and then I heard one comment that said, "This one lady, she said, y'all sound stupid." She said, "Y'all haven't." She said, "From the comments, I can tell that y'all haven't been in a relationship yeah. long yeah. enough." Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? She's like, "Y'all not y'all haven't been in a relationship long enough. You haven't been with somebody long enough to understand that they do yeah. change in yeah. time." Yeah. You know, because by culture um and i want to get off topic but in today's culture you don't even have to be with somebody that long you're like i'll drop you i'll find somebody else on instagram or i'll find somebody on twitter or tiktok like or these dating apps you know people are so replaceable today man 
that uh, people are like, we have an yeah, conflict. And, and it's, it's kind of like, man, you, you don't really extend any like type of grace for anyone. And I think that's one part, that's one beautiful aspect of, you know, just relationships, period. You're not necessarily from a uh, marriage, marriage standpoint, but just relationships, period. Is I, I don't believe we don't extend enough grace to people. You know, and then just have the, the the empathy. I'm in the insurance business, man, and one thing that they teach us is customer service and then having empathy for the particular uh, uh, insurance that we're speaking to at the time, man. Because you know, I've talked to people, man, that have literally lost everything. I've talked talked to people, man, that has been in their home of eight feet of water. You know, home is completely consumed by water, and it's kind of like, what 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 can you do in that particular time? talking to them, you know, you, you have to have be able to show grace and empathy for them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. We talk about this too. You got to be Apple. Got to set it. You know what I'm saying? You got to, you know, because people, a lot of times people don't know how to be loved because right. nobody never showed them. Love. Right. Or they don't know like because they, nobody haven't, you know, they haven't showed them love. So, that's why sometimes you'll find good people. They'll be like, why you let go that good man? Or why you let go that good woman? Because they don't know what love wow. look like. You know, we, a lot of times people, we are bad stewards over Ooh. other people's love. Mm. We're bad stewards. It's just like being a bad steward over your finances. You, you can make a hundred, you can make $250,000 a year and still yeah. be broke. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Because you're a steward over your money. And that's just like being a bad steward over somebody's love. Somebody trying to show you some love. Uh, yeah, she says uh, they, didn't, they didn't maintenance the love. Yeah, like, yeah, you have to be a good steward. If God gives you somebody that's going to love you, you have to be a good steward over that. And I know good steward is like old school. That's like biblical terms. I don't know what, what, what the word is today. You know, as far as good stewards, because I guess by today's standards, you know, it's like you, you use those kind of texts. But anyway, um, it's important that you be a good steward over them. So that way you can maintain a relationship. You can keep the relationship healthy over time, um, because with social media today, man, people, they, they out. You know, they ain't, they ain't got time. And then they realize over time that you're training yourself to break from relationships because people are running. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Every time you run into conflict, boom. And then by the time you're ready to settle down and get married, you can train yourself to be a runner. You know what I'm saying? So that way you get into this this marriage, and then all of a sudden you're ready to go. And it's like, well, where you going? We're married now. You can't just. Man, she didn't make my free shit. prize right. So what I'm you doing? doing? It's, it's, it's crazy stuff, man. Ugh. Crazy. Yeah. Man, listen, I heard one pastor, he said, he said, uh, he said, God's, he said, adversity is God's Ooh. university. So you have to learn how to go through some things oh, with some wow. people, man. Adversity you know, is God's university. Wow, that's really good. Yeah, yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Remember grandma, and I guess I'm telling my age, it's 40s unfiltered. Grandma used to make food in the crock pot. And that fool used to sit there for 24 hours. She, you know, we got dinner on Sunday. She throwing that thing in a crock pot <laughs> right, Friday night. Right, right. <laughs> you know, 
But nowadays, we just live in this microwave generation, man, where, you know, I run into some issues. I'm out. I don't have time for you. Boom, boom, boom. But what makes relationships stronger is learning, is if you have a miscommunication issues, it's okay. Like, keep going. Don't give up just because you have a miscommunication yeah, issues this, right this, now. And I, like I said, I'm, I, I am a... Uh, becoming Jessica Ologist. Like I'm 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 learning my spouse. I'm I'm studying her. Like I'm you know that that's 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 my main priority, man, is to study and learn her. And you know, learn what she likes, learn her dislikes, you mm -hmm. know, things of things of that nature, man. So I can be, of course, the best student, the best husband, you know, that I can be, you know, to her, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, always be a student of the game, man. It's amazing how many um, athletes, and not no shade or anything, or anything that you can remember, memorize, like you memorize your playbook, or you memorize scripture, or you like all these different things, but how much are we actually investing into our relationship where we're actually learning, like you said, to become a yeah. student of who we're with? Absolutely. Yes, sir. You know? And that ties into, again, taking the time to ask, what can I do today to show you love? Because they're always evolving. They're always changing. So you got an eye to train yourself to be like, all right. Because one of the things that I went through in, in my divorce was with, with my ex-wife was I wasn't wow. a student of her. And I wasn't checking in the way I should be checking in because the thing about being with somebody over an extended amount of time is everything is settled. You you just never know when things are changing because you're waking up to this person every morning and it's settled. That's good. That's really good. Man. So that's really good. You know what I'm saying? One day you wake up, and that's why sometimes you wake up and, and then they're like, I want a divorce. I'm like, huh? Where'd it come from? Because you weren't a student, you weren't checking in. Man, that's really good, bro. That's really you know good. What I'm saying? That's really good. It, it, it's just crazy how things can really just creep up on you. And it just, like you said, it, it just reminds me of a situation. I remember one particular time I was, um, I was asleep. And um, this is when I was a child. I was asleep in the, uh, in the, in the living room. I, I always fall asleep in the living room. And uh, one day I woke up and I had a blanket over me. I was tucked in and everything. And I didn't even know where they came from. And it just goes to show you how, like, things can subtly just creep up on you before you even know it, before you even can just fathom it or realize it that like, dang, like, man, I, I've, I've, I've allowed this much time of not doing what I'm supposed to do and doing the proper maintenance, doing the check-ins, um, you know, asking the, asking the questions, having, having the difficult conversations that I need to have with my spouse, you know, to uh, make this marriage evolve and make this marriage grow, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I read an article, this guy was talking about, are you creating uh, a fire or a Whoa. bonfire? <laughs> That's really good. Because, you know what I'm saying? Because fires, they happen. They're inevitable. You know what I'm saying? Uh, she says, uh, Kesha says, uh, you have to be able to accept your spouse's season to change. That is so Ooh. true. You got to understand this. Man, Keisha's dropping these That's nuggets good, right? right here, man. These bars. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you have to, with, with, with the fire, fires happen. And that means that 
it is a fire. Everybody got to get out the house. Emergencies. You know what I'm saying? Or wherever you are, emergencies. But bonfires, you create those for an enjoyable time to make yeah. your little s'mores and stuff, right? But like you said, the, the bonfires are the uncomfortable conversations that you yeah. got to have. You got to have them, man. Got to have them. I'm saying you got to have them. And, and, and I struggled with that area, too, in my first marriage. Like, I wasn't willing to have the difficult conversations because I'm like, oh, this is going to require too much from me. And, and that was from me not being emotionally available. If I was emotionally available, I would have took the time to have those tough conversations. Also, your spouse language of love changes, so you have to stay this my brother up to that, man. too. Great, guy. That great, is great so dope guy, man. Love him to death. This my, my bro, man. Fellow musician, fellow teacher. Love oh, okay. Him, my brother. Yeah, yeah man. You got you to gotta stay locked in. And again, I think those comments, when, when people were coming from me in the comments, I think that was from people who weren't in yeah, long-term yeah, relationships. Yeah. And even to expound on what my bro uh, Christian said, man, you know, uh, that that's true, too. It, it's so uh, funny you said that because um, my love language um, when I first got married uh, was um, what well, still is because it was a tie. But it was uh, it was personal touch and it was uh, words of affirmation. Words of affirmation still stood out like that's big. I, I think that's. Honestly, if you if you interview ten men, I, I I will I will 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 boldly say that eight are gonna say words of affirmation or is their love language or they're gonna find out that. And so, words of affirmation was one of my uh, primary uh, love languages, also with personal touch. So later, I found out I took a test, and uh, quality time was actually my new love language, and it it, it came in second just as a personal touch. So again, you know, you, you change, you change, man. You change just like the seasons. That is true. Yeah. And like you said, that uh, words of oh, right? that's mine. I, I need you to tell me how amazing I am. I know I'm amazing, but I need that to be reciprocated yeah, back yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's it's so dope, man. How our therapist, man, she she puts so much stuff together, man. It, it like she she is for real a, a a diplomat, a mediator, all of that stuff, man. She expresses what you're thinking to the to to your spouse and the way that you can even bring it out to be, man. And she was just saying how like. Men will do whatever you ask them to do, man. When you tell them good things about themselves, man. When you build them up, when you, man, when you make them feel like the king they are, they will perform. They will, they, they, they will go out and get it, man. And yeah, man, listen. I always tell women that, and 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 check this out. I'm I'm about to go here, but I gotta say it. I always tell women that why do you think men go to strip clubs? Men go to strip clubs because all the strippers do is affirm them. Wow, bro. that's all they it's do. Funny, and then they yeah. with some good food. And listen, let's keep it a buck. <laughs> yeah, let's keep it a buck. You know what I'm saying? When I was going to strip clubs, I'm like, man, I I came home broke because she was telling me yeah. how live I was. She don't at them. It is. She looked good. She smelled. Good. And listen, 
let me can, can your boy keep it real? You know what I'm saying? I, I I love God, but I've been to strip clubs. So what I'm saying is this. I'm saying is that she looked good, she smelled good, and then she told me, uh, she told me how live I was. She saying, and I went home broke. So think about how many women, if you and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. This isn't a play on women. I'm just saying these are just some little tools that you use in your relationship. Because men, we want to be affirmed. You know what I'm saying? So she told me how live I was. She smelled good. She told and me she I looked good. good. Like yeah, yeah, absolutely. Told me absolutely. And I went home. And I went I went to the ATM to get more money because. I wanted to keep hearing how confirmed I was. <laughs> Khalil said, "Bands make her dance." <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Bands make her dance for real. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, I'm just saying that, like you said, men love to to hear, and that's why sometimes you have guys who cheat. You know that you look way better than the chick that he cheated with, but. She made him feel yeah, like a million bucks. Yeah, that, that's, that is so true, man. That is so true. You fine. You snatched. You got a small waist. Yeah. You you cold, but you know better than such and such. Yeah. And she took your man. Now, don't get me wrong. Actions, you know, cheating yeah. is a choice. But and, I'm and just it, saying. It is so, and it's so, you know, crazy, too. And even to tie it into a, a, a biblical and a spiritual aspect of it, man, the Bible says that God inhabits the praises of his people. So when you praise God, God comes down and sees about you. So if we're as men created in his image, when the women speak well of us, uh, affirm us, out say good things about us, man, we go out and get it. Like, man, I, like, man. like for real, when my wife tell me good things, man, I feel like I can go just run through walls, man. Like, like seriously. And so, yeah, I remember on um, and, and like I said, I, I know you got to go, but I remember on um, on uh, best man when uh when she was dancing with the dude yeah. and she was going hysterical and she said, "I'm just here to sell you an illusion. I'm just here to tell you this, you know. I'm just I'm, this is what I do, you know, because he because he was believing her. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Like, yeah, yeah. It, man, yeah. I could pull out a lot of stuff from scripture, but yeah, man, it's crazy, man. But yeah, yeah. No, that's real. That's real. But that's that's what me and that you know even that's a form of communication is talk to and that person up, yeah, right? Talk to the mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For real, for real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, so so that's another form of communication. But you have again, like this, like. Uh, your one friend was saying, like the seasons, understanding the seasons. You know what I'm saying? Let my wife say I'm doing a good job. Yep, yeah. I'm gonna turn to Superman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that is so true. I appreciate that, and men need that. And the crazy thing is, sometimes, man, you you get sisters that you know I'll be talking to some couples or whatever, and she'll be like, "Why well, always gotta?" You know, it's like a job. Why well, always gotta make sure I'm building him? Why well, I gotta? Do? And I'm just like. This man told you what he needed, and you're like, ain't nobody got time for that. And, and it's just like, what you mean nobody got time for that? Your like, man. that's your man. Yeah. That's your man, yeah. yeah man. You know what I'm saying? And again, communication, especially if he told you he needed that. 
I, I feel, Jason, you're only accountable to Ooh. the conversations that you have. Man. You know what I'm saying? You're only now if you you can't hate on it. You can't be mad at somebody that you didn't have yeah. a conversation about. You know what I'm saying? Because now you're just shooting in the dark. You know what I'm saying? You just like all over the place. Like, well, I like this and I like that and I want this and I want that. But you never had yeah. a conversation. Dang that man, bro. That that's you know, amazing. Not, that's another bar, bro. If, if I had a bar to throw at you, bro, I would a gold bar. That's bars. That's hot fire. Yeah. yeah you you got to have a conversation. If you had a conversation, now you're held accountable. You know? But if you had the conversation, you can't be all, mad bro. at them. Not at all. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. So, anybody have any questions? We've been on here, man, almost yeah. an hour. We've been Good deal, it. man. Good, great um, deal, bro. Great, great deal. Yeah. Want to shout out my homeboy, James Brown. I don't know if y'all can see my shirt. Music saved my life, man. I decided to come on the podcast and um, support him and support his brand, man. Dope brother, man. Love him to death. One of my good friends, too. Okay. Oh, that's what's up, man. Shout out to him. Um, and also, uh, send me the link, and then maybe I could just link it up because I'm going okay. to actually post this online. Uh, with, you know what I'm saying? And we'll show some love. So, yeah, anybody have any comments, any thank questions you. before thank we you, Tisha, get out of here? Um, man, thank you, man. Your wisdom is, is great. Love your insight. Thank you, Chris. All that comment, man. Thank you for coming on and um, sharing with us, man, and just building with us. Yeah, for sure. And if anybody have any questions or comments, just feel free. And then also, if um, if there's any topics that anyone thanks again um thanks y'all appreciate everyone who stayed on with us uh if there's any topics that you want us to address for Love address you. for 40s unfiltered um yeah always uh hit us up hit up jason hit me up or follow you can follow each other on instagram social media wherever but if there's any topics you want us to address just uh hit us below because we do this and jason and i are being transparent about our personal lives as <laughs> Uh, black married men. Think about this: we are black married men having real conversations. Where yeah. they do that? Yeah, real spill, man. You know, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not at our age, being married and talking real stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, any closing comments? Anything that you want to nah, say, Jason? Before we hop like, off here, uh, Eddie Murphy, I'm very happy to be here. Just man, just great, man. Great to build with you, bro. Uh, and yeah, just just excited, man. Can't wait for the next uh forties unfiltered. Yeah. Yeah. If y'all want us to do IG live forties unfiltered, I think this would be I think this would be great. Yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 really I love the it. feedback, man. I love the feedback and the vibe we get. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Cause we had some people coming in live and of course, you know, that's that's Instagram live, but it's all good. But yeah, thanks everybody once again. Um, I'll, I'm going to eventually upload this and put this on YouTube, so you can make sure you hit the subscribe button. Um, and if we aren't following, if we aren't following each other, let's just connect on Instagram so that way you can stay in touch with us, and uh, we can go from there. Hit me up on Facebook and follow we me. We better see a whole bunch of followers Hit after me this. Up on Facebook <laughs> and follow me they know excuse. Hit me up on Facebook, follow me on Twitter. I want y'all to add me. Hit me yeah. up on Facebook, yeah. follow me yeah. on Twitter. Hey. Hashtag trending topic, I'm about to shake the spot.